0: You're listening to Engage Arizona, public policy for daily life.
1: Hi, thanks for joining us. At Center for Arizona Policy, we've been really looking forward to doing this series on school choice options, to talk to both parents and students on what worked in their school choice and what didn't. And at Center for Arizona Policy, Our philosophy, our approach to education, is that how a parent educates their child is between the parent and God. It's the parent's decision. At Center for Arizona Policy, we want to support parents in whatever choice they make for schooling their children. Whether that choice is public district, public charter, home schools, online academies or private schools. We want to support the parents and ensure that parents have the broadest range of options available in our state. In Arizona, we're blessed to have a wide range of schooling options, and that's what this series is all about. School choice really is a beautiful choice in our state. So with, with me today to talk about school choice is Tanya Mahilo. I said it right, right? Yes. I finally, it took me a while to learn how to say Mahilo, but, <laughs> but I've got that right. And Tanya, um, just start with um, sharing a little bit about your family.
0: Um, I'm married. We've been married for almost 22 years. We have a 16-year-old daughter and a 14-year-old son. So we've got two kids in high school now.
1: Well, and I, you know, we're here to talk about School of Choice, but I have to say Thank you to both you and Wayne because of your service, because you're both veterans.
0: Yes, we are. Yes, we are. That's actually how we met.
1: Right. At the Naval Academy, right? No. We
0: both oh. went there, but we actually both met in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. Yeah.
1: <laughs> how many people can say that? Not many. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, um, your daughter's the oldest, right? I mean, the yes. older child. Mm-hmm. So, for your two, um, what, what schooling options have you chosen for your two kids?
0: Oh, Christian education all the way. It was really a priority to us to feel like we would send our kids to a place where we weren't feeling undermined undermined by what was being said or done or making um, their faith seem like a Sunday fantasy. It just really felt right and um, as we saw our duty as parents to make sure that our our kids faith was going to be really strong. Not to hide them away or anything like that. They talk about, we talk about all kinds of stuff, Mm -hmm. but not to, but to make sure they have a good foundation. It was important.
1: Have you been in the same private Christian school the whole time?
0: For the most part, yes. We actually did move out of state and at one point we had them in a Christian school when we were in Florida.
1: Okay. And how did you find the Christian school that that you've chosen for your
0: children? It's been really solid. It's been really good. Um, um, It is small. We like that. Um, But at the same time, it's just nice to be able to talk to the teachers, know the other parents, and get a Mm -hmm. chance to know that you're with like-minded people in terms of, you know, it's a scary world out there and just knowing you have your kids around especially families that are like-minded with you that makes you feel a lot better as a parent.
1: So what I'm um, share a little bit about what's the curriculum been like I mean is is our biblical beliefs woven throughout the curriculum and throughout the classes or, or how does that work? It actually is um, we just love the fact that for example in math
0: you know, math isn't just presented in, a, um, in isolation, it's presented as a part of a way of communicating and understanding what God has created, and the math teacher loves the fact that he can do that. Um, uh, history in terms of his story, it's a classical school, so they do a ton of reading about all sorts of things. Um, classical Greek and Roman and just all the way back on everything, and again, God's always a part of his own story, and, and that's, a, that's a really solid thing to us.
1: What, what has the Bible curriculum been like?
0: Um, the Bible curriculum has been, um, I would just say it's, it's very much a worldview school. It's just a part of a part of every subject, um, understanding who God is in light of science, in light of math, in light of language and history. It's just woven throughout. So they have chapel, but it's definitely not one of those schools where you just kind of take the same classes as everyone else would in a public school, but you go to chapel. It's really, truly woven into the curriculum.
1: So sometimes we'll hear that, oh, private private schools, especially private Christian schools, that their academics are not as strong as maybe your local charter school or district school. <laughs> How have you found the academics as far as rigorous, up to par? What, what have oh, you found? Oh, it's
0: rigorous. They, they, they lose students over it. they Actually, you get parents who actually say they don't want their kid to have to work that hard. Which I find a little astonishing, but it's true. I mean, they have a great time being kids, but they have a lot of reading to do. I look at the amount of reading they have to get done every weekend at the high school level, and you know, I'm a little deer in the headlights with it. But they they've always bitten off on that challenge um, throughout the academics, and I think that's great. I think you need to be pushed at some point when you're a kid. Um, the ability to um, understand the curriculum, see it, see what they're reading, and say, okay, it's not just all happy happy-go-lucky sorts of things. And I've seen, you know, some of it's hard to read because it's from ancient times or something. And I'm giving my kids a lot of credit because they're gutting it through. But that's what you want them to learn how to do, is look at things from a different culture's perspective and as well as just not read something that would be just a pleasure book.
1: So when we talk about academics, um, what about things like AP classes? Um, It seems like a a number of the private Christian high schools do offer significant AP classes.
0: Mm -hmm. And in in this case, I don't know for myself if they would, I think they're all kind of AP classes. Uh They Uh have different levels you can go to. Um, In the high school, they have what's called um, an omnibus class, which is sort of a combination of theology and language and arts and it's that's a that's a hefty heady class um, it's a lot, of, a lot of rhetoric a lot of interacting having to present your case in front of your classmates so um some of the kids are taking classes at, at school at mace um, community college or other colleges at the same time so um, we have we just had a kid uh, one of my uh daughter's best friend's just got a, a free full scholarship in computer science up to NAU, so it's solid. It's just solid. Hard. They work hard.
1: Well, that's a good question because sometimes um, students who graduate from a private Christian high school, are they having trouble getting into the university or uh, at the university level?
0: No, not at all. These kids are, are hard chargers. You know, we had one kid who actually um, really was doing well. Got the congressional nomination to go to a uh, naval academy, and he actually didn't get it for a medical reason. But that's the only mm-hmm. thing that kept him out. Well, so that's exciting to see. Yeah, to see that from such a small thing. Great things come from Christian
1: education. So, what about the interaction about things like um, the Christian schools, like whether it, like competitions, the spelling bees, those types of things? I mean, what kind of have you seen those opportunities in Christian schools?
0: Oh my gosh, Redeemer is just ripping it at that stuff for such a small school. They, have, they can be part of larger um, uh, Christian associations that are nationwide, and those nationwide associations will have the district-wide spelling bee. Then, then they're off to Colorado to do the next level of spelling bee. Um, ditto for the geography bee, which I, the times I've gone to that thing, I felt should be called the everything bee. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, how did my daughter get out on a question about types of clouds but it's all it's it's just tough so our kids absolutely get to participate in all that sort of stuff and the cool thing in the classical side of it is they also get to do the art fairs and that sort of
1: thing as well so they going to get that art buzz and as well so the the school that your children have been at, you would say it's a classical education as well, which not all the Christian schools I think would probably no, say that. Mm-hmm. So that's an important distinction to know. It
0: is, yeah. I we really, my husband actually went to a classical school when he was younger, and he's done a. We've all done a combination of of things over the course of our life, as, and um, at that school. Uh, we feel like it's just very solid to have the um, they, they call it the trivium but you know they're re- memorizing a lot of facts when they're younger they're taking latin they have a lot of motion and singing where they're remembering all these facts including their bible verses these kids are ripping off i think in kindergarten they they the, the kindergartners have to recite the entire um, chapter of Luke 2 for Christmas. Mm. And they get up there in front of the whole school and do it. And a lot of people are just blown away by that. But kids can do it if they're allowed to. Um, the, the logic phase in the junior high school, the rhetoric phase, the, the, you know, somebody says something to you and instead of just responding, learning to ask a question, that's been really fun to watch
1: the kids do so what's a drawback I mean what what drawbacks are um, you know if we're gonna do a pro con kind of analysis what would you say oh. are, are concerns that you've you've seen or, or things maybe things for a parent who's trying to decide what their school option going to be what what would be um, you know you know like a con or something that maybe isn't the greatest um
0: the only thing i can think of well i would say two things one uh the pragmatic side would be the whole sports thing oh my kid can't be on the team sport but you know what i've really found around here is if your kid isn't playing club sports anyway a lot of times they have trouble getting up into the higher levels of of sports in general so there's always club sports there's always ways for kids to compete and my kids do um the other thing, honestly, is uh, maybe taking heat from other parents who are asking you, looking at you cross-eyed about why you don't have your kid in public school. And the answer is, it's my kid, and that's the best choice for them. So I, I think that's probably the biggest thing is that you have to have it in your mind why you want your kid at that school, why it's the best answer for you and your family. And then when,
1: when people try and give you heat for it, just look them straight in the face and say, that's the best decision for my family, and we made it. <laughs> so, you know. Another thing that I think people ask sometimes is, what if your child has special needs? Like, that you know, are special needs accommodated? Or that you always think that the child who starts in kindergarten or first grade, you don't know what their special needs may be, mm-hmm. and you know, is the school able to meet those special needs for like all twelve years if a child develops some special needs? Um, that depends. That really okay. does depend. Mm-hmm.
0: And I, but what I have found, um, having friends at a lot of different Christian schools, is that if you find that your kid isn't getting what they need here, you may have to step up to the plate and do some looking around. It doesn't mean you. Have have to completely give up on Christian education, but it depends on what's going on there. And But I've seen different schools that offer different programs. I've also seen that the classical method is actually pretty um, flexible in terms of having some help. So it really just depends on the school and what's available and what's going on with your specific child. We've had some kids, I know especially in the elementary school level, they've done really, really well. And also part of that is because I think they're nurtured well. Mm-hmm. And you know, we had one kid who actually had a lot of physical needs and would be out a lot for various procedures, and to know you know they're calling them up or saying, hey, we're praying for you. We can't wait to see you again. You just that you can't you can't buy that. Christian
1: school adds something absolutely, to a
0: absolutely, because you gain you gain the whole community as well. And I, and I and I like seeing these kids who have the opportunity. You know, at our school, there's this. Um, I guess Christian school kind of get this reputation of being a uh, you know ritzy hoity-toity thing not the case we've got all kinds of people at our school from maids to landscapers and foster kids i mean you have the whole it's a very diverse school
1: so that brings up the issue of how do you pay for a private christian school mm-hmm. i'm sure a lot of parents are considering that they don't begin to know how they would pay it mean, I know tuition can vary among schools, I think mm-hmm. probably the range of tuition might be maybe as low as five or six thousand, but could go up to certainly over ten or eleven thousand mm-hmm. in, in high school years. So, what at, the students at your school have they been able to take available, you know, to you know, use the scholarships to be able to help the oh, tuition?
0: Yes, yes, I would say. Um, um, from what I have seen, and just talking to the principal, that we probably have 70% of the school getting significant portion of scholarships. Um, and the parents work the program hard. We've got a person on staff who will say, come in. We're having right now. I've got the computer set up. We're going to get all your stuff in. I'm going to help you write your essays. And I want to say I saw several people last year. I know one family for sure who's had their kid in Christian education, multiple ones, for all 13 years, and I think they only paid one year out-of-pocket because they just work the multiple work the program hard and they step out in faith because it's scary it's scary but if they step out in faith it's probably just as scary for the school to accept you so (laughs) so if
1: you're a mom or dad and you're listening to this um, podcast and watching the video the thing to know is that in Arizona you can apply for a scholarship to different what's called a school tuition organization and the school tuition organization provides scholarships It can every there are about over 50 school tuition organizations in the state they all have varying policies Um, But they will provide, some of them will provide a scholarship up to 100% of the tuition amount. And they have different policies as far as how you apply. But, you know, certainly check out Center for Arizona Policy. We have those resources. One of the ones that we have been closely aligned with has been um, the Arizona Christian School Tuition Organization. That's acsto.org. That's their website. Another one is Tops for Kids um, with um, Harry Miller's executive director there. And so those both um, have, you know, a heart for helping families afford uh, Christian school when that's the choice that they have made and now if you're a taxpayer I want to make sure that I I mention this as well that you know as a taxpayer for example, my husband and I, every year, we donate a certain amount to a school tuition organization. Right. Then on our state income taxes, we get a dollar-for-dollar dollar credit, and then those those dollars go to help provide these scholarships. And so we have, um, most Christian schools would tell you, as you said, 70 percent, that 70 to 80 percent of the students have some form of scholarship. And so that, um, so don't, you know, so mom or dad, if you're thinking about private Christian education, um, it can be affordable we do have scholarships that that are available and that's one of our top priorities at Center for Arizona Policy is to ensure that those scholarships remain available for parents and that's why elections matter and I won't go into all of that today but, but, but that, that's a big part of it. Well if, um, if your two children were here what would they say about what what do they like about being at, at a Christian school?
0: You know I think they would say they like um, I think they would say they like how it builds up their faith. I think they would say that they feel very well prepared to deal with the world because their faith isn't just a Sunday thing. It's integrated into their real world and and, uh, I think they also like the fact that they've just got good friends there, good friends who uh, believe like they do. and I, and I would even challenge that because, you know, within the Christian community, everybody doesn't think alike. You know, oh, really? We, yeah, really? yeah. We've got a variety <laughs> of things going on there, and I do hear about some interesting debates in the classroom over that. But that's good stuff. And mm-hmm. um, they would also say that they get the chance to express their opinions. They get the chance to talk through and have lively discussions. And I, I'm really excited when I hear about that when they come back because then they come home and they want to talk about Talk about things as well. One other thing, real quick, you talked about the um, scholarships that through ACSTO mm-hmm. businesses can do that too. Right. Um, I Great know point. we had some kids at the school that, or and I'm an entrepreneur. My husband and I are entrepreneurs, and we've been able to donate through School Choice Arizona mm-hmm. and um, get use the business tax credit if you're a C or an S corp, and that's been really cool as well to have your business tax dollars go to help kids go to school.
1: And that I should mention that on both of those, the corporate tax credit and Mm -hmm. the individual tax credit, that those are targets for those who oppose school choice to try to eliminate those credits and and to try to minimize them. And that's one thing that, you know, we do everything we can to protect that because of our belief that all parents should have the opportunity. So what would your, so we heard what your your two children would say was a good thing, what would they say would be a not so good thing about being in their school? You know, I
0: don't know if, if it's what it's like in a, in a regular public school anymore, but it is hard when kids leave. And you do see parents that leave, um, they're either tired of trying to work the, work the scholarship program or whatever it is, um, sometimes in our case maybe the workload. But it's hard when you're in a small school when people come and go, and that's probably the hardest thing.
1: What is parental involvement like at your school? It's monstrous. It's monstrous. <laughs> I don't
0: think I don't think that place could survive without it. But that's what that's what smaller schools do. It's um, the parents have to step up to the plate, and we get to know each other. Whether it's um, uh, people who are helping prepare for a fundraiser, or helping to sell ice cream in the courtyard for the senior class, or um, clean up cleanup times and working on the facility. It just, it takes parents. Oh, driving for field trips is a big one. We do a ton of field trips at our school, I think every month. Um, but I've done some fun ones. I did one where I had to jump up at 5 o'clock, drive to Flagstaff, hike, go up a canyon, go in a can a cave. I mean, it was the three hardest. I was exhausted, but my kids had a great time, and I got to go on this wonderful field trip for three days with my kids. And I did the uh, fly back to D.C. one as well. So that's a big one. Is, uh, well, what, was what was the D.C. trip?
1: was the D.C. Trip like. You know,
0: we got to do that um, just about a week before the inauguration in 2016. Oh, wow. So it was cool to see everything. Um, I'm a DC girl; I grew up in that area. It was fun. The kids were just very wide-eyed. A lot of the international students that we have at the school were very wide-eyed, and um, some people split off and got very stuck in the Library of Congress. That was cool. Some kids right. went and got their, li- their Library of Congress library card <laughs> oh, and fun. really enjoyed it.
1: Uh-huh. So uh, to kind of wrap up the discussion, what you know, for mom or dad that's listening to this and thinking, okay, how do I really how do I look into private school options? I mean, how do you even start? You know, it could be as easy as going on Google and on Google Maps and typing
0: in Christian school. Most of the ones in your neighborhood, I can't think of too many that don't actually pop up there. Read the websites and then take a look and see and go give them a call. Take a visit. Go see if their classrooms are like. When we moved to Florida from here, we spent a lot of time
1: doing that. What about test scores? Are test scores available? Can you look at, I mean, what what kind of, um, you know, benchmarks can you look at for the Christian schools?
0: Uh, You can definitely look at the test scores, and if they're most of the ones I've seen do a great job of saying these are our test scores and these are the test scores versus the city versus the state versus the nation. And typically you're going to see that uh, you're going to get better results in those environments, in the smaller school environment.
1: Does your school use the state Test or does it use a, a different kind of state like achievement test?
0: Uh, it, use, it, use, it uses the uh, yeah. Iowa test, mm-hmm. which I don't, I'm not an expert on that stuff, but I know it was the same one they were using in Florida, so I know it's a nationwide standardized test that they use.
1: Which that's another part of the freedom that private schools has is that they can choose what test they use, mm-hmm. um, and that the, so the testing doesn't dictate the curriculum like it might in other school options. Absolutely, that's mm-hmm. right.
0: And I've seen schools, um, from what I've heard, where they almost, you know, prep the kids not. For SATs or something, but they'll kind of prep them and run them through. And I don't think our school even does that. They just get them right in there and let them take it, and the results
1: are solid. Can a Can a student who's considering um, going to that school shadow a student for a day, or they sure can visit. They okay. sure can. That's that's we encourage that because you want
0: the nicest thing about a school is you want it to be the right fit. You really you're not just looking for the you know it has to be a right fit for the entire family. So there's um, schools that offer different types of programs, whether it's after school, before school, and um, and that's that's an important question as a parent that you have to say what's the best fit for me. What am I willing to do, and. Um because you want your kid to be successful and you want the want it to be a great fit for the whole family.
1: So, moms and dads, Google to see what schools are in your area. Mm-hmm. Check out their websites. Go visit, shadow, talk to other parents. Oh yeah! All of that. Get a sense. Go to an event. Get a sense of, of what all's going on at that school before you make the decision. Absolutely. I mean, the information's out there. I guess the biggest thing is
0: um, it's work for a parent. Just like if I'm going to help my kid buy a car or go to college, it's my job to make sure they're in the right place for them. So it does take a little bit more effort than. just just saying my kid's going to go to school in the zip code because we live here it is it's a little harder work but that's my husband and I kind of say we're as parents that's what our job is
1: that's right right. well thanks so much for joining us and talking about this any concluding thoughts
0: your kid spends
1: 15,000
0: hours of their life from k to senior in high school 15,000 hours of their life sitting in a chair in front of somebody else you need to make sure that you know what they're hearing
1: amen thanks so much appreciate your time appreciate it good to be here thank you